back to the Word of Reason podcast. We bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. Let me stop playing that before I get copyright. Dog, let me just tell y'all. Oh my gosh, I done dropped my mic. Oh my gosh, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Having a Dougie as an intro, though, just that just that just got me moving, bro. That's in my black blood, bro. But yeah, welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast. We bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. Dog, I just want to say, uh, first and foremost, normally I don't like doing too long of announcements. I like to get straight to the point, but I got a few things to tell y'all. First and foremost, dog, we hit over 300 downloads. That's, bro, I can't even, bro. Like 300 individual clicks to download my doggone podcast where I be talking about some stuff that pertain to Jesus. Like, come on, bruh. Like, that's fire. That's awesome to hear. I wonder if there's something wrong with this wavelength, bruh. Something's going on with it. It shouldn't be a problem. But, like, dog, that's not even it. It... (laughs) There, there's so much I want to talk about, but I seriously want to take a second to say thank you so much to anybody who's listening to whether you're to while you're at work, whether you cleaning up your room because your mama told you so, or whether you on a toilet and you just so happen to open Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and then you 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 know what I'm saying? Like you find out that word of reason podcast still playing. Like dog, I can't tell y'all how much I'm I'm seriously just kind of like y'all are moving crazy. Like three weeks ago, a little over three weeks ago, we started this thing. And that's a hundred times per week people have listened to this podcast. I don't see this as numbers. That's what God had to remind me. I don't know if I said in the first or the second one, but God had to remind me that these are not just numbers. Before I even started the podcast, he told me that. In a video pertaining on how to start a podcast, the last and final tip was remember these are people, not numbers. And ever since he revealed that to me, because I was going to get caught up in the numbers, caught up in like, oh, God, you're telling me to do a podcast. We finna jump off quick. We finna get to uh, 20,000 in two weeks. You better slow your bolt, your, your roll, bucko. I stuttered on my words. But for real, though, ever since he told me that, I see the I see these downloads, not as just downloads and clicks and closer to monetization or closer to, to the money flow in the future. That's it's people at, it is just people, bro. Not just people. It's people who are interested in, I recently I was asked this question by Tyree, my good friend. And he was asking me what the point of word of reason podcast is. And so is my dad. My dad asked me that reason too. And I guess I can further elaborate uh, on that. It's actually very, very quick. One sentence will we'll summarize it. But I always get upset at this question. I always, I was literally wondering why it like pushes my buttons. Cause I never really knew how to answer it without, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to answer it. Like who, who am I? What do I want to do here this is my podcast and well no it's not my podcast it's me being used by god to make a podcast and it's through me he's doing it but here 
what this is a space for is people who know Christ and people who want to potentially know him as well. Because if you come in here and you you don't want to know nothing about God, I'm sorry, this might not be the number one place because we're going to be talking about Jesus here. This is really what like this is me just talking about my experiences as a Christian 18 year old boy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be relatable because I'm going to talk about the same stuff we all talk about. The porn, the lust, the the relationship. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go over relationship issues today. I'm talking about the era of singleness because I'm not going to lie. It's been getting wicked over here. <laughs> but like, I want to talk about some stuff that, that people in my age group talk about. It's going to be centered around what the word of God has to say about it, though. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get in here and then I'm just like force feeding you. You know what I'm saying? Like, repent or go to hell. That is not what we about over here. And that's what no Christian should be about. But I'm not going to focus on the shouldn'ts. But I'm going to focus on on the shoulds. Or what is. Not what's not. I'm, I'm, I'm really just here to talk about my experiences as a Christian. For those who either already know Christ. Or for those who might want to know him. Or just want to know what I'm going through as a Christian. And it leads you to want to know wherever you are. In whatever place you're you're at right now listening that it's for whoever everybody can listen but it's not always for everybody so just to sum it up i'm a christian who's making a podcast centered around christianity for people who know christ and for people who want to know christ you know what i'm saying however even if you don't fit in those categories you can still listen you might not jack with some things I say because it's centered around the Bible. Hey, you still welcome, though. You know what I'm saying? You still here. We're going to have you here. And I'm going to love you just the same way you came in, same way you leaving out. So, again, thank you guys so much for coming up to this podcast. Y'all pulling up strong. Um, just want to say a few things before we get into the meat and potatoes, the steak, potatoes, and asparagus here. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, the fact that if you want to find out where I'm at in terms of like social medias and whatnot, there's two places you can really find me at. Um, I actually just made a Facebook too. So it's actually three. I made a whole separate Facebook for Word of Reason podcast. I don't even know the name of it. So I can't even tell you myself, bro. My fault. So we got at Word of Reason podcast on TikTok and Word of Reason dot pod on Instagram. Again, it's Word of Reason podcast on TikTok. You can just search up Word of Reason. It'll probably come up. And then you can search up Word of Reason dot pod on Instagram. I just be posting clips from here so that it's uh, shared out. People, you know what I'm saying? Get a little bit of the dosage of what they're going to get around here and put that on on different types of socials. If you want to text me, um, get to me and, uh, you know what I'm saying, have a conversation. The Gmail is uh, podcast at gmail.com. So now that we got all of that out the way, I want to talk about um, recently it's been revealed to me, like literally right before I started recording. That is exactly uh, why I honestly was about to record um, for for those who may need. I'm going to give a little context. So I do discipleship with my pastor. I go to the church called Womb C, right? And. I I might have talked about I did yeah I did talk about this in the second podcast talking about 
the topic of pornography and overcoming it and also being open about it because a lot of people struggle with it, but nobody seems to want to talk about it because they feel disgusting and dirty and this, that, and the other. And they feel like they can't tell anybody because they'll have just such a disgusting view on them. But that's not, that's not true. Don't listen to guilt and condemnation. Um, that is not God talking to you. That is you getting beat up in your, in your eardrums by the enemy. He's definitely trying to keep you. The, the Bible says, I forgot exactly what it says, but I'm gonna just give you a a, a, a little a, a little explanation. Is that what's hidden in the dark will eventually come out to the light, and obviously by you feeling so suppressed that you can't ever tell anybody, is it trying you trying to keep it in the dark? But eventually it will be brought to light, and whose light will it be brought into? Our Lord's. He will expose the things in the darkness and bring them into the light. And obviously, you got the kingdom of darkness and you got the kingdom of God. Obviously, the kingdom of darkness is, is, is you know what I'm saying, the ringleader be Satan. And if Satan trying to keep you to suppress, you know, all that deep, dark secrets and sin you got built up and you never want to tell nobody, he's got a little hold on you that you got to You got to renounce. You got to get out that hold. You got to tell somebody, especially about pornography, because you keeping that to yourself is going to destroy you long term, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Um, well, your your mental is your physical, so yeah, big brain. Uh, so I, I I just wanted to throw throw that out there. But anyways, I was talking to my pastor, and uh, very very long story short, I had fallen into sexual sin, watched pornography, masturbated, and I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, so I confessed it to him because I think it's James chapter 5 verse 12. I might be wrong. Opening up the scripture. Opening up the script. Don't worry, it's actually not gonna take me this long. I just want to make sure I got it right. Make sure everybody getting the right the right word. I actually switched over to NIV. Yep. I just recently bought another Bible. I'm gonna like make a collection. No, no cap though. Come on, turn the page, turn the page. All right, I believe it's James chapter 5, verse 12. Uh-uh, not that. It's James chapter 5, verse 16. Sorry, I, I knew it was, I felt it was chapter 5. All right, but it says, Therefore, confess your sins to, to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Ooh. Let, let's look at 13 too, because that that's I'm I'm feeling gravitated toward that too. Chapter 5, verse 13 of James says, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? That's we're starting on 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. And then it talks about, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And in remembering that verse, after being sick and tired of being sick and tired, I confessed to my pastor. And after that, I'm not even saying this on a pedestal thing. It, I have not felt any well, I'm not going to say any urge. That's just temptation. Temptation isn't the sin. It's when you act on the temptation that's the sin. 
Um, but I have not gone back to fulfill and gratify my earthly, earthly and fleshly desires to want to fulfill myself sexually through pornography. I don't feel that need anymore. I don't feel the need to complete that with pornography. I want to do it the way that God had said that it is right in his eyes and that glorifies him and honors him. And that's through marriage um, and a marriage that honors him in the bed. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't trying to get no counterfeit by, you know, I'm focusing on self-gratification, instant gratification, etc. Because uh, like me and Josiah were talking about, and I think it was the fourth or the fifth podcast that, dude, when you when you heavily indulge in pornography and masturbation with yourself, uh, with yourself, what, I would hope there's not another way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Who you who else you doing it with, bro? I'm not, I'm not going to ask nobody who they doing it with. You keep that information to yourself. That between, that's between you and God. I don't want to, I don't need to know. But uh, it, it's like when you, when you do that for so long with yourself and you give yourself instant gratification, it screws with your brain. Obviously, it tempers with your dopamine levels and, and you're so used to laying on your back and doing what you do to yourself with yourself only. But then whenever you have to get in the presence in the midst, in the midst of someone else, and you have to do the act with them, boy, oh boy, is you not gonna have some crazy complications with your junk a junk It won't function, things aren't gonna process right, it won't even feel that good. Um, it, it it doesn't beat just just stopping, stop the prawn. But anywho's, I I confessed it unto him. He prayed for me in a way that felt so amazing. Um it was it was really it was different. It was one of the one of the more memorizable uh, times that I've ever been prayed for because in that episode as well, I said that when he was praying with me and for me, I got it felt like I got a glimpse of what it looked like coming forth to the throne of grace. Like I could see myself and him in a third person perspective. And it was like at at the very right side, right? Just think of it. The camera's pointed diagonally towards us from like an, uh, if you took film class, it's like an over the shoulder kind of view, but it didn't show God's face. It showed God's feet, the bottom of his throne. And a few steps down was my apostle. And then he was holding onto my back and making a plead almost for the Lord to come and help me. It, that's what it looked like. And meanwhile, I was bowing and tearing up and crying and this, that, and the other. I was like, goodness gracious, this prayer is, this thing affected me. Like, <laughs> And long story short, it did. It really did. And I, it's been about a month. And, and it's not necessarily about the length of how long I've been doing it. Like, oh, I made it to a month. That's the point. It's like, dog, we're 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 steady going. Like, I'm freed. Now my part is just to stay away from it. Um dog on it. I done got completely sidetracked on pornography again. And I don't know where I'm at. I don't even know where I'm at. Uh wait, wait, where is it? Yeah, that, that's what I I don't even let me think. Uh Ah, yes. So on the issue of talking about that, when I had told him about the issue of pornography, um, 
in the midst of that one week that he had prayed for me up to the next week on Tuesday when we had called, he told me about the fact that in that span of time, I think it was either a week in between then or two weeks, but in that span of time, there had been other people and other times that it had been brought to his attention that people are really dealing with the issue of pornography in the church and nobody's saying nothing about it. And when he brought it up to me, I was like, oh, please, please, because I see it on TikTok and I get ecstatic whenever preachers uh, and pastors talk about pornography in the church on a very, very consistent basis. Like they bring it up like it's a topic we need to talk about. It don't need to be hush hush. That's the problem is that it's already hush hush. We don't need to keep it on DL. All right. We need to talk about this thing. And so. As as he had he had been bringing that up and I told him that. He was like, when you had confessed to me, it was like uh, like a tick off or a confirmation that I needed to spoke uh, speak on this. And then he had told me about how there were other things popping up in which he saw that pornography was an issue in the church. And then he was saying, I don't know if it'll be this Sunday, which would have been two weeks ago from today, in which he said he was going to talk about the issue of pornography in a sermon. And I was like, I please, I love that. Cause I said, I can guarantee you probably over half this congregation is dealing with the issue of pornography and nobody knows a thing. All right. Nobody knows how really bad it is or they do. And they're just stuck and they need some help. Um, and I know how that feels. I really know how that feels. And so that's why I'm very, so passionate against pornography. And, and it's such, it, it's a, such a mental issue. Like, I'm not pleading the, the the fact that it bring well, it might. But anyways, I'm not going down that that route. That's that's dealing into psychology and no. Nah. But um I just wanna I was telling him like please do a sermon on that. Please, 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 please. And then he was like, You think so? I was like, What do you mean I think so? Yes, go ahead, bro. Please do it. I'm I'm very sure the congregation needs this. And so he was like, All right. I'll pray about that. And I was like, yeah, no, it, it would be very helpful. Like I said, I'm very firm on the idea that a lot of the congregation, half or more, has an unsolved issue with pornography. So he starts talking about this in the pulpit uh, the week before Easter Sunday. So last week was Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. And then the week before that, he had spoke about pornography for the first time. And this week, um, today... He had spoke about pornography again, continuing on with the series that he's doing. And in doing so, now we're caught up to present. I don't know if you guys remember, it should be the second podcast talking about pornography as well. I had brought up um, one of the people that sits in the pew with me, sits in a row at church with me. I got my main man, Jared, and I got my sister, Shauna, right? I hope you don't mind me saying the name. I just realized that I I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's my fault, bro. <laughs> but like, so long story short, in the first week, I didn't say anything. And uh, I, I don't know if you know, but uh, I saw you go up there and I was very, very happy for you. Like, I, my heart was very ecstatic. Um, so she had just texted me today because I wasn't in church today. I was very tired and I decided to watch from online. But she sent me a text like uh, literally exactly an hour from now, 
523. It's 623 right now. And then she was just checking up, making sure I was good and alive and healthy. And then she told me she had some good news. And man, she told me that the sermon that Apostle had preached alongside with also hearing the podcast about me talking about the issues of pornography and also hearing about the step of faith and walking in obedience and how, you know, you just need to act upon that 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 step of faith and, and walk in obedience with God and then watch him move. Dog, she she took that step of faith, took that bold step because she didn't want to tell nobody. A lot of people don't want to tell nobody. That's the thing that the devil does, and they make people don't they make people not want to talk about their issues. They get filled in their head with a bunch of what ifs, and we don't need to get caught up on the what ifs. We need to keep on pushing past that. Um, so she ended up walking up to the pew, and ever since then, and stepping in that faith towards God, she has told me that nothing but <coughs> nothing but doors have been opening up ever since. Why did <coughs> why I gotta cough now, bro? Like, golly, <coughs> why? What just happened, bro? My room ain't even dusty like that. I'd be lying if I said I don't got a little dust on this monitor. And so she took that step of faith, and she told me that she also had heard that she needs to quit her job. And let me tell you. In the community of Christians, in the body of Christ, I just want to find this video too. Oh, not that song. That song gives me like uh, a vibe. But people in the body of Christ have been recently, it seems like God's telling people to quit their job in an act of faith. And it ain't just me. I've also heard from Josiah, who was on the podcast, that he also had maybe heard that he needs to, to quit his job. And... <sighs> I really want to find this video because God's going to do some crazy stuff. Also, my pastor has been talking about the transfer of wealth from the wicked to God's children recently. And obviously, we know about the whole bank crisis that had been going on. I don't want to say obviously, but if not, there like two weeks ago, maybe longer than that. Maybe it was about three weeks ago, a month. There is There was a problem with the bank and there was a there was something going on in which there was a crisis with the bank. But I want to see if I can find this doggone TikTok. Season of transition. What's going on right now, brothers and sisters? I want to share with you guys a word, uh, a very timely word from the Lord right now. The Lord has been speaking to me heavy. And, you know, I spoke this word to a couple of people on live um, the other day, and it gave so many people confirmation. And now I know that the Lord wants me to share this on here as well. Let me remind you, though, this is only for a select group of people know which season that you're in during this time. And for the people that this is for, the Holy Spirit will confirm after this message that is for you. So let's get started. So this is on the 8th of this month. And, you know, as I was reading the word, you know, I was in Proverbs chapter 14. But before I can actually write down the last, you know, few of my notes on this chapter, the Lord spoke to me. At first, all I heard was, don't go back. I just kept hearing, don't go back. Then all of a sudden, I heard strongly in my spirit, many of my children will be relocating soon. And, you know, I felt that on my spirit. You know, I felt that turning in my stomach. Whenever I feel that turning in my stomach, I know it comes from the Lord. I know the Lord wants me to speak something or I know he wants me to write something. Mm -hmm. But in this instant, the Lord wanted me to write something. And this is what he said. He said, many of my children will be relocating soon. 
This will indeed be a very smooth transition, like something you've never experienced before. Many of you are facing very heavy attacks mentally, physically, and financially. But don't worry, my children, I will provide. There is a reason why I've separated you from jobs, friends, family, acquaintances, etc. There are I just can't. I just can't. I'm finna play it right now. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, dog, when I tell you there are so many people in the body of Christ that are getting called out of your job, walk in obedience. The Lord will provide. The Lord is a provider. He will provide for you. I'm finna play it. I'm finna play it. Too many envious and jealous spirits attached to those that are close to you, and I won't allow for those things to carry on with you into the next new phase of life. Then he said, many of you have been getting signs and confirmations after confirmations about the new jobs, relationships, and states I've assigned for you to be in. No, it's not a coincidence. And then he said, I am not, and that was in all caps, a God of coincidences, but a God of truth and provision of what's to come. Many worry on how would this happen and when would this happen because of the circumstances they're facing in this present moment, whether it be physically and financially. But he said, but I will say this, I, the Lord of hosts, have always made a way. When have I ever let you down, sons and daughters? When you walk by faith, it is evident you won't see it coming right then and there. But you have to believe it will happen in order to see my hand move in this season. If I provide for the birds of the air and many other living creatures, what makes you think I won't do the same for you? Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Do not worry about the problems of tomorrow because I will provide what is necessary for the new journey you have coming to your life. Buckle up. Pack your bags. Because many of you are going into new foreign lands you do not know, like my son Abraham did. Don't be anxious, nor be afraid, because I, the Lord God, will be with you wherever you go, Joshua 1.9. Stay close to me in this season. Take heed to instruction. I love you all. And then the verses I wrote was Hebrews 11.6, Joshua 1.9, and Matthew chapter 6, verses 25-34. But also, when it comes to a lot of friends, the Lord has been giving me verses about that. I will give you guys this verse, Psalms 140, verse 5. But when it comes to all this, I know a lot of you guys have been feeling transition, whether it be coming out of a new job, Kind of coming out of a relationship, coming out of friendships. The Lord has been moving many of you guys in this season. And for many of you guys, it's been hard to let go. You guys have been so attached and so comfortable to these things that you guys don't know what's next. Some of you guys feel like you don't know how to live without it. But I will tell you this, the Lord is doing a new thing in your life. And there are many jealous and envious spirits attached to these people that you guys love and attached to these things that you're so comfortable with. God wants and he can't allow for these spirits to be attached to your blessing. He can't allow these people to be attached to your blessing. Because if many of these people were to come with you, if many of these people were, were, um, were in your life when your blessing comes, it would taint your blessing. There's a reason why you've been experiencing so much delay. Because you won't let go. But the Lord is doing a very big sweep right now. The Lord is forcing things out of the way that you won't let go of. Sometimes we get to a point where the Lord allows us, you know, to let go of these people on our own will. But then when we don't listen, we disobey. That's when the Lord comes to do it himself. Because these things simply can't come with you or be a part of what God is going to bless you with. Take heed to the signs that the Lord has been showing you when it comes to moving to new states, being in new relationships, being, you know, coming into new job opportunities. The Lord is making it evident. He's making it clear in your face that this is something that he has ordained for you to be a part of. Don't think it's a coincidence. Don't think your mind's playing tricks on you. Like, no, for real, it's really the Lord showing you these things. The Lord is going to provide and he's going to bless many of you guys in this season. Many of you guys were in this wilderness season, this refining season. Many of you guys were tested through the fire. But the test through the fire was not for no reason. 
The Lord needed to build you up. The Lord needed to make you strong so that when these blessings come, you would know how to cherish it. You would know how to nurture it and care for it. So trust and have faith that the Lord provide. Trust and have faith that the Lord will make it happen. Because without faith, it is hard to please God. And don't go back. Don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back to the things that hurted you. I know it may feel comfortable. I know you're scared of the newness that God is doing in your life. The only reason why you're scared of the new is because you're not used to it. You don't know what it looks like. So you always run back to what you think is comfortable. You always run back to what you see. Because the unknown can be scary at times. But the Lord is saying, come to him. The Lord is with you through it all. Think about all the times that you've been through hardships. And the times that you thought that the Lord wasn't going to come through. And now you realize that he always come through. Because look where you are right now. The Lord is always going to do the same thing. He's not a man, he shall lie. So buckle up, pack your bags. Some of you guys are moving into new locations. Follow the Lord's provision. Follow and take heed to the Lord's instructions. Stay in the secret place. Stay in his word. Congrats to many of you. The time is now. God bless. What's going on right now, brothers? Don't tell me. Bro, I don't... Look. Man, during that whole video, I'm sitting over here re-listening to it. And it's just like... God, I I just want you to move this out there to as many as those who who need to hear it. Cuz there are so many people out there who may not who may not have had the confirmation yet, and maybe that was the confirmation to you right then and there. Cuz <laughs> I've seen so many people in the last month Tell me that they are being told to quit their jobs, that they are getting ready to move into something new. Matter of fact, I might just say that the name of this podcast is God is doing a new thing in the body. God is setting up a new thing in the body, something he has not done before. Something he has never made in the body before and i just want to say that this is is a time where i'm genuinely so curious to see where it's going recently my friend tyree started a podcast called co-airs pro co-airs podcast it's on spotify i definitely advise you guys to go listen to it big props up to him because now see well <laughs> he's hype because it's on all these platforms and i'm just like bro give it like four weeks to get halfway through through the idea of the fact that you got a podcast because it's still kind of settling in for me and going on to what she said she was saying that she had been called out of her job and she didn't have any income coming in she also tells me that she gets a check unexpectedly that is larger than what she imagined she didn't tell me no specifics and I don't even need to know because she realizes God's favor is showing ever since she had set foot in that direction of obedience. And that's what is required. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You must step out on that faith. You got to. And so she texts me and saying that she also got baptized today. I haven't even gotten baptized yet. I need to get baptized. I know I need to. Oh, man, I need to get baptized. I don't. It, I want to get baptized. I know water baptism is not necessary. I really do want to, though. Really want to get baptized. But she texts me saying, I can I can tell because I said my heart is on fire. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy. Like, I'm not saying the whole I'm on fire for God sentence. 
Because a lot of people say I'm on fire for God and that fire get burnt out whenever trials come up. Don't get weary. Don't let up, bro. Just keep on going. Um, but I'm saying like my heart is on fire. Like I'm genuinely just kind of like, bro, oh my gosh. And she was mentioning the podcast too. I was like, what I got to do with it? <laughs> like what I got to do with it? And so uh, I was just like, it, it's so good to hear good news. And she said the podcast was fire. So I'm genuinely just kind of like, look, man, I, I really appreciate that. Cause so many people are do, like, like telling me that they're, they're listening to the podcast. Um, actually the girl who was at the theater i'm not gonna say your name i do know it but um she tells me that she was listening with her family recently and she found me on facebook and i was just kind of like thought that's a pleasant surprise and she actually did catch some photos and videos of the deliverance i'll actually put that out on the instagram for those who want to see it on uh word of reason pod on instagram no that's not a plug but i genuinely just kind of like i was just asking a few days ago uh two actually a few days before she had found me on uh facebook and sent me those uh those those screenshots and not screenshots what am i 60 years old bro send me those pictures and videos from the theater of the first time i went and um guy used me to deliver people and come out in jesus name she she sent me those pictures right after i had asked god like i wonder if somebody was taking pictures and videos God's timing is is never going to cease to be amazing to me. And she texts me saying, uh, this is back to talk, talking to Shauna. She said, I still haven't wrapped my head around everything. God had been telling me to record a video. Okay. I won't read all that, but I do want to say uh, that everything that I had said before was just like, it, it's been amazing. Like God is really schmoving through, through the body of Christ. And I feel like, I feel like, I don't know what it is. I feel it was def like God's presence was definitely moving beforehand. But um, at Ashbury Revival, I feel like God really done something big, man. Like that was so supernatural. Like to see for where, where this generation is at, because I won't even lie. When I first rededicated my life to Christ, I was so done with this generation. Like I felt like I was a one in a million and I, I don't even mean this to say like, I'm better than everybody. I felt like I was a one in a million because I really wanted to pursue this relationship with Jesus. I felt like there was nobody else. I felt like, what it wasn't Elijah, was it? That was, was just kind of like, God, I'm in this city by myself. There's no parade inside my city yet. Like there ain't nobody else here who's serving you. And God said, there are plenty others. There's a few here and a few there. You don't know them, but I see them and I'm working with them. And that's how I felt when I first rededicated. It was probably like last year in September. And even on my TikTok, my, my actual TikTok, my personal TikTok, Gen Z Shepherd, um, I made a video very, very long ago saying that we need more Pauls in this generation. People who want to go out and tell the word boldly, get people to feel conviction in their heart through being obedient and letting the Holy Spirit speak to them. That's what I was I, That's what I was trying to be like. And I wanted to be bold and I wanted to do this, that, and the other. And Tyree, if you even listen to this point, that's when I really started following um, and viewing your TikTok because you had, you had preached and preached and talked and, and the Holy Spirit used you in an authoritative way, making you realize like you had the authority. And we even talked about this too, saying that um, 
you felt that you wanted to be like Paul. And trust me, I feel like a lot of Christians end up wanting to be like Paul or the complete opposite because um, they don't really want to be, you know what I'm saying, up in people's business, I guess you would say. But like, dog, it, <laughs> it, it's just been a wild few weeks, man. And God has never stopped showing himself to me. But what I was trying to say was that my faith in this generation was dead. Like I genuinely had not a single bit of faith in this generation until the body of Christ started moving. And I know that's how it's supposed to go, but it was dead, like really dead in the body of Christ. If anything, we were still on the type of timing that Christians who had condemned people were on. We were on that type of timing, not the one where you show unconditional love, the type of love and the type of ministry that Jesus carried, where it had conviction in it out of teaching from love and out of telling people from love. And in first first Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, now these three abide, faith, hope, and love. The greatest out of these three is love. And it also talks about in the Bible that the um that the greatest command, the new commandment that Jesus gave was to love one another as he has loved us. A new commandment. The greatest of these is love. And love is how you fulfill out the rest of the law. Even if we were to, you know what I'm saying? To, oh, wait, wait. I don't know. It wasn't talking about the law, was it? I have no, I, I don't remember. I'm not going to say I don't have an idea. I just don't remember it completely. But in in showing true and genuine love, you will end up following the rest of God's commandments because God's let me find out the right sentence for this because Holy Spirit yeah go ahead because God is love and his love is in us when we let his love flow through us it fills and fulfills our body with the passion to complete his desires. So to elaborate on that is that our God is love and his love is in us because he's in us. And when we allow his love to, to come forth out of us, it fulfills the rest of his commandments. <laughs> Cause when you do things in love, you don't want to hate people. You don't want to cuss people out. You don't want to backstab. You don't want to talk dirty. You don't want to, you don't want to covet from them or look at what they have and feel envy and jealousy because they got it and I don't. Rather, you feel a sense of love for anybody and everything. Loving your enemies is a very hard one for a lot of people out there. And I can understand because it was definitely a very, very hard one for me. Uh but God worked on me in, in that area and God worked in me in that area and it's still working in me in that area because even though I haven't been tested in that area for a while, who's to say one might, might not come up? You know? I got to be straight ready with that full armor. I, I know it's in Ephesians chapter six. I don't know the exact verse. It might be tw 12. I might be I might be wrong about that. But like I was saying, let me let me get on with it. Um, when I first rededicated, my faith in this generation was very, very null. It was very dead. I didn't really feel like this generation was going to go anywhere until we had like one one great youthful teacher to get out there and show people what it's like to have a relationship with Christ. That's what my first thought process was until I was relying in human's ability to be led by God rather than God's ability to lead humans. 
And what I mean by that is it doesn't matter what we think we can do. It, it, it's it's really, well, I'm not going to say that for everything. Let me rephrase that. It's more of a sense of trusting in God's ability to do something rather than trusting in mankind's own ability to do something without God. That's the huge divide. That's the difference. And I was too busy concerned being all like, oh, well, I want to, I want to, I, I, I want to do this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, I wasn't really reliant on God's ability to do so. And flash forward to, it seemed like the Ashbury revival was a fat kickoff for this generation. And ever since, I've been seeing so many people devote their lives to Christ. Like, I've been seeing so much stuff on my For You page. And, and, and. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at the numbers when I say this. I'll be seeing people post that. I, I can find one probably on my For You page now. And it'd be like that automated voice. And people are like, Jesus is my savior. Jesus is my God. I feel like I can find one quick. They'd be like, oh, why you stop hanging out with us? And then I just found one. Love. A love that is everlasting is real love. God demonstrate love every single day from the time you wake up to the time you sleep. And it's like, dude, I didn't scroll, but like six times just then. And it's like these these videos are getting 72 to like hundreds of thousands of likes. And it's just like, I can let me see if I can find another one. Like, dog, it, it's like, dude, I, I I'm seeing this all over the place. And, and I'm really astonished because it's not like they're blowing up within the Christian community. These videos are going viral everywhere and at first i would be like ah oh, man and here we go another one people talking about jesus christ fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and just, just people be putting a whole lot of stuff in the description to uh talk about jesus that has 218,000 likes and it's and it's just mind-blowing to see how how almost dead it seemed in the body of christ just like eight months ago and now seeing God's spirit move in a sense of revival, it's just so mind-blowing. And I'm going to be honest, this is not even the direction that I intended to come into. I didn't mean to get this direction. I was just, <laughs> I was, I had a few bullet points to talk about. I was just, it just, it, God just took me by storm here. And I'm just, I'm like, go ahead, take over, take over. Um, and that's another thing I wanted to talk about, um, in correlation to the story I was just telling you about the person I sit in the, in the row with at church, Shauna, is that she also had mentioned, and it struck something up in remembrance to me, thank you, Holy Spirit, was the importance of walking in obedience and then seeing God. A lot of people's problem with our God is, no, let me not say that, the problem with people and God is that they feel like he doesn't show himself and that he won't show himself because he's not real or he won't show up because da 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 da. People have their reasons. And what they don't know is that, well, first and foremost, I'm gonna speak in the position of, of 
as a Christian, if you feel like God's not showing out for you, or if you were a Christian and, and you know what I'm saying, and you have some type of semblance of a knowledge of how God works, a lot of the time he's waiting on, no, mm, a lot of the time I'll say, because I'm not God, I don't know exactly his, his work schedule. However, a lot of the times it's really you that he's waiting on, bro. God is waiting on you to trust in him so he can work. How is he going to work for you if you don't even trust him? How is he going to bless you and you don't believe he can bless? How is he going to move in your life and you don't even think he's real? Real enough to even move in your life. Like stuff like that is exactly what he, he may be waiting on before he can show you just how good of a God he is. And just exactly why you should put your trust and faith in him. And the thing is, is he's given plenty of reason. They just may not be so apparent to you. Like the beautiful world that we have outside. Although you may say, but the world's falling apart. The world is falling apart. And I mean, the world is in people who don't know God. The world is falling apart. But you look at God's creation of the world and you see how beautiful the trees are. Right now it's 6.48 p.m. and I can open my blinds and see this beautiful God-given golden hour of sunset. And I know it's his craftsmanship. And whenever it rains in the sky and there's, there's pink hue afterwards in the sky mixed with this beautiful orange and blue with cirrus clouds covering the sky, letting the light shine through occasionally, and I see God's beauty in his creation in that. And I can't even imagine how beautiful God's place of residence, heaven, will be. Because I know it's promised to me. Like, I can open up the clouds right now and just keep on going in this accurate description of God's beautiful craftsmanship that is his world. I can see the green getting hit by the, the, the golden rays of sunlight, along with the fence having half of a shadow on it. And, 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 and more sunlight on the three-fourths of it. I can't even explain it. Seeing that the red bricks on a person's house are being splashed with this beautiful gold that God created. Seeing the grass get hit by it. Seeing the different shadows go about and, and complementing each other in color. And you mean to tell me that there's no evidence of a God, but there is. And I'm going to go into a whole appreciation arc of how beautiful his world is. When it rains, there's beauty in the rain. To me, a lot of people feel down and gray on that day, but I really feel like it's such a beautiful day when it rains. My favorite days are rainy days. I may feel low in energy thinking about it now, but just hearing the thunder, hearing the rain, the gray skies, and hearing the patter of rain, bro, I just, it's so beautiful. And seeing the different stages of the seasons. And man, I'm. It's like God's very apparent everywhere. And I can go on about the actual geographical evidence of God's existence. However, I'm just going to say a few things. You can search them up if you feel like Mount Sinai, Pillar of Salt, Sodom and Gomorrah, real life. We could talk about the, the what is it called? The um, holes found under the Euphrates River that are supposed to signify the people that are, or not the people, but rather the 
I, I'm just going to say demons or things or um, people, entities locked up in the Euphrates River. We could talk about Noah's Ark being left in the same place. Very loud and heavy on the Mount Sinai, because just at the foot of Mount Sinai, might be a little bit around there. There was in a there is a rock with erosion in the middle of the desert, where Moses had had used the staff to crack it in half, and God brought forth water from it. And there's water erosion around that area. Um, I could keep going, but like, man, there it's just like, dude. Really, really, I say just put your faith in him. Watch the obedience turn into to your testimony. Watch the obedience turn into your testimony. Ooh, I didn't come up with that. God just gave me that heat, though. That's turning into a TikTok clip. Yep, that's going on YouTube shorts. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's the one, Chief. That's the one. So that pretty much covers a lot of the things that I was talking about. Uh, man, there was something else I want to talk about, which was uh, now I'm going to talk to a lot of y'all, man. I'm going to talk to just about almost everybody in here. I'm going to get everybody to be shivering in their timbers, dog. Let me pull this up. That's his Da Vinci Resolve. I am not messing with that right now. I'm not editing. Not today. I want to talk about the season of singleness. I'm going to talk about singleness. How boring it is. I'm talk about talk about me though. But it's probably going to be relatable for some other people too. So, as of recently, bro, I've been getting hit with haymakers in my singleness, bro. I ain't never wanted a female with me so bad in my life right now, bro. I don't know what's going on. Like, I am seriously content with being alone, but there's something that is just rising in my stomach that is just like, oh, I yearn for a companion, please. But then again, I also, am, no, I'm not gonna lie. In this, in this era right now, it's been so loud. Like, it has been so loud. And I know what some people might be saying, why don't you just go get one? No, I'm not going to go get one. Look, my my condition is clearly you've got to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be equally yoked with me, man. Like, I, I couldn't I couldn't be with nobody that uh, that doesn't share the same beliefs as me. That's just going to cause a lot of conflict internally and mentally for each each one, because it feels like, you know, what I'm saying like. I don't even need to elaborate because having two different belief sets come together as a relation or in a relationship, it, it just, it won't always go out so well. Now, some people, God gives them the ability, gives them the blessing to have started maybe in an unequally yoked relationship, which turned out for each partner to then come to Christ and to come and serve him. That's great. However, a lot of the times, that's not always the case. So don't think you got to be kept and save the woman when you're not built like that and you're not even supposed to be doing all that because you're going to hurt yourself. And don't think, woman, women, plural, 
that you got to go and pull this man out of his slut era going around sleeping with everybody else. You you best stop and find your worth. Because <laughs> us men, we got to drop this ideology of. Well, really, we got to drop this idol of sex. We got to quit that. Second, we got to stop thinking that sleeping with a whole bunch of women qualifies us to be a man. And it seems like as of recently, um, in my age group in this generation, it seems like a lot of us are kind of turning away from that idea of hookup culture. Maybe. It's still very loud, but it's not as favorable as it was, let's say, a year and a half, two years ago, even though that's actually COVID era. So I'm just not actually. But yeah, hookup culture at one point used to seem like there you won't find nobody dating unless they was dating before hookup culture became banging. Like and I'm talking about like last year and senior year. I guarantee I couldn't find like any of the girls that I spoke to, except for maybe one or two really wanted to be in a relationship. However, and they'd also seek to be in a, in a very free state of, of, of being in terms of being tied down into relationships. Nobody really wanted that. So it seems like there's been a little bit of a dynamic shift. But that's just from my my uh my point of view, because I'm out of high school and I'm a I'm an old man now, I'm an old man, 18 years old and considered old. But yeah, man, I, I like I don't know what's been going on recently, and I I'm not gonna talk about like I have a solution. My only solution is to either go to the gym or to be in my word. Let me actually switch that around. It's either to be in my word and be talking to God. And then go to the gym. Like, I don't, it, there's not really much of a fix here for me other than getting that out of my head by distracting myself with something stronger. And uh, I, I'm really just like, it came out of nowhere. It started like two weeks ago. No, it started like last week, week and a half ago. I'm just minding my business. Like, yeah, taking a shower. Scrubbing up the pits. Next thing you know, your boy was like, hmm. It would be really nice to get out the shower. And then be able to call my girl. And then we have a nice little Bible study. And then I'm just kind of like, huh, it would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to lie. I am one that likes to stay busy. I like to do stuff a lot of the time. And going from being an electrician, working on houses and rough ends and wiring homes. And I'm not going to lie. Um, by the time I was leaving, we were working in the commercial aspect. So I had no idea. But when it came down to working on rough ends of houses, it got to the point where I could read plans and start doing what I wanted. Like I wasn't perfect at it. I still had to get corrected in some of my errors. And, and my, my boss, who was very good in the field, I have a very huge amount of respect for him and his work. I'm very serious about that. Um, he would come by and tell me some things like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Or why are you doing it like this? Do it like this. And sometimes I get irritated because I'm like, I can do this. But then I look back on it and I was like, what was I doing? Like, I was not doing this right. So I got to the point where I could pretty much do what I want. Like the whole day I'd, I'd have to, 
initially go like, what do I do next? What do I do next? What do you want me to do next? And he'd have to drill holes for me to pull my wire through. How, like, but the time when I was about to end, like I could go a full day without asking really any questions about uh, anything other than like, you got dikes or where's the staples or like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just minor stuff. And uh, maybe asking like, what do you want me to do before I do some other stuff? And then now going to being like, I'm in the house 24 seven and I barely go outside. Um, I get, I get a little bit lonely. <laughs> I, I get a little bit lonely, bro. And no, I didn't you know. It's not like I'm, I'm yearning sexually rather than I'm talking about the part of having somebody to talk to, go and hang out with. Just share each other's presence type beat. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you ever been into that type of mindset where you're really all for this one person, man, y'all can sit in the car and just breathe the same air. And it's so good. Like, we getting so hyped up, bro. I be so, like, I don't need, we don't gotta do nothing. Just, just sit in each other's presence. Read a book, go to Barnes and Noble, chill out. You know what I'm saying? We we don't got to do nothing crazy. We don't got to, you know, big balling on no budget. It's like, bro, we can just go chill out. That's that's what that's what's really been in my mind cuz I've been in the house and I, I I'm just like I want to go do stuff. But who would I do it with? Except for that special somebody. That ain't even the right button I was trying to press. <laughs> it was not the right button. But I, for real, was just kind of like, I, I don't know what's going on. And so, it's just been, it's been growing. And I really want to talk about the, the fact that <sighs> I have no answers right now. All I can say is truly just don't worry about it. Like, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be so very honest, like, I'm not trying to be nothing I'm not. I'm I'm serious like I'm seriously just going to be very blunt. Just don't worry about it. Like it's going to happen where you think about it. You're going to be alright, bro. Just don't don't look to porn to fulfill that if you if you have sexual desires for a partner, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I don't know exactly what to say except for um spend more of your time I'd assume spend more of your time with God to help nullify those desires in your body. Just as I, I would go to him in the midst of wanting to watch pornography and fulfill myself sexually there, I would go to him and seek his presence because his presence, when you're in his presence, like I had, I think it was the last podcast or two podcasts ago when I was talking about my full testimony. I mentioned that when in the light of God's wholeness and perfection and his holiness, and then God shows you yourself in his, in light of him, it makes you want to change. And in the same sense goes for stopping with addiction. Whenever you're in his presence and he's in your presence, it's it, it, sometimes I get caught, eat, like, like you, you might get a little video on TikTok or Instagram where it'd be like, yeah, next thing you know, in the corner of my eye, I'd be feeling, and yeah, I know what I'm saying. It might sound weird, but if you know, you know, in the corner of my eye, I feel the presence of the Lord. <laughs> in the corner of my eye, I feel the presence of the Lord. And I say, 
Uh, yeah, you caught me looking. I'm, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me for lusting. I'm not going to lie. And then I just be like, I don't, I don't want that. So that, that, that's, that's pretty much what I'd say if you're, if you're, if you're yearning sexually for another partner. Um, I, I really haven't had a feeling like that in terms of like really, really wanting, 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 wanting as a Christian. We, we not going, I don't even remember completely about what I was like when I was in the heathen eras. Not going to lie. I don't know nothing about the heathen era. But in the season of singleness, I'd say really just like a lot of people get it misconstrued in the season of singleness by thinking that wanting another partner more than wanting to increase your relationship with God is how we're going to fix the issue when now if you're seeking a relationship for the fact that you feel like it can make you more happy than your relationship with God or increase that happiness factor, you might be a little bit misconstrued. It will make you happier as well, but you should not be unreliant on God and then put all your reliance in another human being just because they know God. Because then you start to make them your idol for happiness and peace. But where's God's room for that? Where's the room in there for God to show up and be that peace and the happiness and the love in your life that you had when you were single? That's why Paul be talking about, I would that you not. He calls marriage a mystery. He says that marriage has a whole lot of trials to go through and being with somebody else practically makes you a target for the enemy to come and screw with you because he doesn't want you to be in the confines of one another in marriage. Not happily. He wants you to feel like you're stuck in there, bro. Now, in the topic of marriage, bro, I'm going to say this very quick so I don't go on a spill. Please get, don't feel like you got to stay in a relationship and where you're being abused physically, mentally, sexually, specifically. I know physically includes that. I mean, I meant what I said. If you are in that category and you are married and you feel like you can't get out, yes, God hates divorce. And he also doesn't want his children to be suffering in what should be a blessing from him. So get up out there. All right. Get up out there or take a break. I'm I'm spewing this from hearing a recent podcast from Tim, my 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 boy, old Tim. I, I don't. I don't mean to bring this up as in like I'm stealing his message, but for real. And if you haven't listened to him, I'm telling you now, please don't think you got to stay in an abusive relationship because you saw in the Bible that there was no divorce under any circumstances. Dog, if you are being abused in that setting and you feel like you are obliged to stay there, you you are wrong. You need to get up out there. Now, if it's a few arguments, people are going to have arguments and rough patches. That happens. But if you are ongoingly being cheated on, assaulted in any way, shape, or form, and you feel like, I would get away from this thing, but I have to stay. No, get out, get out. All right, finna keep going, finna keep going, finna keep going. Um, please pray about that though. Like, I, like something about it is is still on my mind. Please pray about that. Pray about what you should do. Realize that you're going to need to get out. 
separate, get away from each other, pray and ask God for that solution. It's not going to be just stay in it and act like nothing's happening. And then it'll magically piece itself together. No. You're going to take a little, take a little either away time or permanent away time. So, oh yeah, I was talking about relying on uh, another partner to bring you more happiness in the singleness season. Really take this time to spend it with God because this is why I'm, I'm very happy also being alone because I don't have to worry about the well not right now worrying about the responsibilities that come with being a husband and i'll say you can get a very good glimpse of that in proverbs because most of that is dedicated dedicated towards the man i need to drink some water my throat getting dry but really read proverbs if you're really looking to build what kind of character you need to develop Proverbs gonna set you straight on some of that. Um, but yeah, man. Really seek God in in the in the season of singleness. That that's why you single. That's why everybody got the single season, dog. You need to learn how to be with him. Cause trying to learn how to be with him with somebody else is going to be an extremely difficult ride. Because if you don't even know how to be with God by yourself, and then you got to be with God with somebody else who knows how to be with God, somebody's going to end up becoming dependent. I mean, you're supposed to be dependent on each other, yes, but you know what I mean in the sense of dependent. You're going to feel like you're leaning towards one or another. When it should be like both of y'all prioritize God over each other, then each other. It should be God first in everything. Your relationship, your marriage, everything. God comes first. There's not a thing where I say put God second. Not a single thing at all. Don't ever. And that's where many people can, can get it screwed up. All right. Well, I think that is... Most of what I can say without going into a large ramble. So I just want to say that's the end of the Word of Reason podcast. I want an eagle in there because I ain't done that in a while. So I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the Word of Reason podcast, where we bring reason to your life through the Word of God. Um, again, going over some socials. If you want to find... Oh, wait, I didn't talk about this in the start. In the Instagram, wordofreason.pod, you'll find the link to all the sh- the um, the um pods, to where all the different distribution sites are, where you can listen to the pod. Share it to your granny, your auntie, your brother, your big unk, your nephew, anybody you feel who you just like, this, ep- this, this pod is banging, bruh. Just go on, share it with everybody else. And, uh... Yeah, do it if you feel led to in your spirit, man. Or if you just genuinely like the podcast because it's, it's cool. Um, but yeah, 
Follow the Instagram, wordofreason.pod. You can find the TikTok, Word of Reason podcast on TikTok. The Gmail to message me is wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com. Go and ask questions. You can send in some stuff. Doesn't matter where you at. I want to say shout out to all the people who are listening outside of the United States because I've been seeing the statistics. Y'all are really out there. Like, I mean, y'all are in, you're, at, you're out there. I just want to say uh, specifically to the Jamaican listeners who are, there are a few people in Jamaica listening. Can I please get like a, like, like you finna get a, I was up in a new Bugatti. Like, dog. Yeah, I didn't expect it because I thought it was a fluke, bro. I thought it was a fluke. So, Anyways, I want to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod. I hope it was a blessing unto your life and that you got a revelation out of this. And the Holy Spirit is moving through this podcast. Um, yes, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.